Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Strip by Sia, your podcast for strippers, sex workers, and all the fancy naked people out here today. So today we've got a really fancy naked person. She's always naked. <laughs> she goes by the name of Carla Lane. She is a very famous porn star specifically in BBW and Girl Girl content. And her, one of her partners was on the show actually quite recently. We um, interviewed Mo Reese just a few weeks ago in regards to the porn industry, his work behind the scenes. So we're flipping it over again because we want to actually talk with some people that participate in the scenes. So we've got Carla on the show today. Carla, are you there? I'm here. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the show. It's so nice to have you on. <laughs> Thank you for having me. And I think you just got back from a trip uh, yourself. I think you were out camping. Yes, we did hashtag van life for like nine days. We lived out of the minivan and I was it was like the best experience ever. We did seven states in nine days. Holy crap. Whoa. So you were on the road. <laughs> Yes, we were traveling. We didn't stay at one place longer than one night. So it was like fun. we set up camp, we slept, and then we went to the next location. Oh, fun. That's awesome. It's such a lovely time of the year to go to with all the colors coming out. And it was good because it wasn't too cold, and I'm kind of a little not so good with the cold. I'm like, <laughs> I grew up in L.A. We don't do cold. No. <laughs> so, like, the coldest we got was in the 40s and I'm like all right I can live with that I'm comfortable okay yeah that's pretty chilly (laughs) (laughs) where did you end up going you said seven states I think I think I saw a post from Mo that you guys went up to Oregon yes so we were in Washington Idaho um, Utah Arizona and Nevada and then California beautiful I love all those states I visited all of those and it's such a nice time of the year to go visit especially like the Pacific Northwest Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, because I'm from there, but I mean, up up in Canada, so we didn't quite get as far, obviously. But that's awesome, lovely, lovely. It was it was the, one of those trips that you'll remember like forever. Because I'm like, how often are you able to do a road trip like that? Now I'm looking at my like next road trip. I'm like, Ooh. all right, where am I going to next? And I'm thinking Arizona, New Mexico, probably Colorado, and oh, just wow. kind of doing the south a little. So we'll see. Wow. I mean, well, you got 50 states to choose from, so you got a lot of ground to cover. Fun. Alaska (laughs) is the dream. Driving up to Alaska is the one that I'm like, if everything opens up um, by spring, that's one that I don't know if I could say no to and do a (laughs) two-week trip up. Wow. That would be a road trip of a lifetime. I am completely with you on that. (laughs) Super cool. So yeah, again, hopefully, fingers crossed, things will open again <laughs> next year. I mean, we could only hope. We, like, it's it's so uncertain at this time. It's a whole big question mark. <laughs> so we just got to stay patient. a question mark right now. Yes. <laughs> but enough babble here. I mean, I love talking about road trips and vacationing, but I really want to get to know you. So I just know a few things about you and I was curious because when I was interviewing Mo, I was like, oh, my God, he spoke so highly of you. And I was like, I got to get this girl on the show. (laughs) It's all bullshit. It's all lies. (laughs) (laughs) We're here to set the record straight. So from what I know of you, from my stalking abilities, you're a multi-avian award winning 
artist, BBW Performer of the Year. Apparently, you also have a catering company. I do. You're an amazing porn star. Uh, tell us who you are in your own words, on your own terms, and go. <laughs> um, commitment issues. <laughs> um, so that's why I do a little of everything. The catering company is kind of a newer thing, but I've been in the industry for over 15 years now. Wow. I am... Um, I don't know. I like to be in front of the camera because I like showing like this body slash a plus size body is able to do everything that other girls can do and can do it just as sexy. Um, So that's kind of like the whole reason why I keep doing what I do. I am happily married to my husband of over 16 years. I am in a relationship with two other men, Mo being one of them. And I live in Los Angeles, grew up in Los Angeles, have lived within 10 miles my entire life. Wow. Um, I have a garden, I have chickens, I have wow. some cats, some dogs, um, I have like a little mini fruit orchard of friends because I'm like obsessed with growing as much food as I can so um, cool. without doing shopping. Uh, yes. So yeah, that's kind of everything in one thing. Oh my God. <laughs> That's amazing. You're living the life, I would say. Thank you. <laughs> That's incredible. It's always been my dream as well to like grow my own produce and like, you know, raise my own chickens and have eggs and stuff and just like be self-sufficient in that way. So I'm super jelly. <laughs> it, it's it's always thing. I think when you, we all think, oh my God, I want to do this. I want to do this. But most of us rarely pull the trigger. Like, we don't have, if you don't have a backyard, I don't have a big backyard, mm-hmm. um, but I make it work. I'm like, grow nice. some herbs on your balcony because I'm like, having fresh cilantro for something or parsley or like sage, even in a little pot, changes the food completely. 100% agree. <laughs> And I also do have some herbs on my balcony, which are kind of dying. But (laughs) it's seasonal too. Another thing that if you don't like, if you're in the cold weather and you want to grow through the winter, Mm -hmm. um, sprouting. Get into sprouting. Oh, so the indoor stuff you can buy them. Like you know, you can go to um, a place and they have sprouting seeds, and you can do them in mason jars, and you have fresh greens even when it's 10 feet of snow outside what okay i'm gonna have to do my research on this and i'm also gonna have to talk to you about this like after the show <laughs> I, <laughs> i'm like a whole big food nerd too i used to have like a cake business 10 years ago so i'm like this is all super cool <laughs> so i'm totally nerding out <laughs> but let's rewind here um let's let's start at the beginning so how did you get involved with porn um, I've always known I wanted to do it. It was kind of bringing happiness. In my mind, I'm like, the guys would always go behind the curtains, beaded curtains at the, you know, video store, and they would come out happy. And I'm like, oh, whatever mm. that is, I want to do that. <laughs> I want to bring that kind of happiness. Um, That's so amazing. I figured out what it was, and I kind of got into it. But I never really watched porn or was, like, into porn. It was the more, like, whatever that is, I'll figure it out and not get it done. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And how did you figure that out? <laughs> um, my husband worked at a video store and that had that kind of section. And um, we had friends that happened to be in that industry because we grew up in L.A. And the moment I turned 18, I got tested and I booked my first gig within a few days. And then that was kind of it. Wow. 
Oh my gosh. Wow. That's incredible. So wait, what the heck? So you didn't, you didn't wait a minute. You just, at, right when you turned legal, you're like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to commit to this. Did you do any research um, before that? I mean, you had Not friends. Really. No. I had friends that were kind of in and around the industry. So it wasn't like a foreign concept, but I was also kind of one of those people that likes to jump off a cliff and figure out where I'm going after I jump. <laughs> so that was a thing too. <laughs> That's incredible. So you've been doing this, um, you mentioned, yes, 15 years plus in the industry. So you haven't stopped at all since you started. No, I took a, I think, three-month break at uh, one point, but uh, that was during when my um, father passed away, so it was kind of like, mm. I can't be me for a little bit, which is fine. Right. Um, but that was it, and besides that, I've always just been here. Sometimes I'm, I always joke, um, plus size slash BBW, it's like a roller coaster. Sometimes you're really popular, and everybody wants this, and like, we're up, 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 mm-hmm. and then it hits like a slump where it's like, eh, no, we're going to, you know. Right. Go all the way to the bottom and then work our way up to the next loop. So right now we're kind of on an upswing where everybody's like, oh my God, yes. Yay. Very cyclical. Interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when you got started, how did you get involved? Like, did you have to contact an agent or what is the process like in Los Angeles? That's a Back huge hub. Then, there was only a few agents and it was kind of like, oh, you know, you went to, um, World modeling was one of them back then. And, you know, they would take a few pictures of you and put you in a Polaroid book. And basically the people that were hiring would look to get a Polaroid book. That that was a thing, but I always just got hired by word of mouth. Somebody would see my work or the DVD I was on or whatever, and then um, reach out to that person and hire me that way. Oh, wow. But That's now, really different. It's a completely different ball game. Right. Now you don't... You can have an agent, you can have everything, but if you have a big enough presence on social media, mm-hmm. they're going to come to you. Right, yeah. And you have quite the following as well. <laughs> You've definitely worked your way. <laughs> Thank you. And that's, that's like incredible. my sixth account in like the last five years. Oh my gosh. It's always, it's always sad when it goes bye-bye and you're like, I work so hard for that. Of course, and you got to start from scratch again. I know mm-hmm. all about that. <laughs> Oh gosh. So it was a completely different ball game back in the day. Was it really difficult for you to get started in terms of like, okay, like I'm doing my first film. Can you tell me about that process or that time if you remember it? it honestly, that's the thing. It, it was just so simple oh. back then. <laughs> um, because it was like word of mouth. There was only so many people out there. There was only so many producers out there. It wasn't as many as now where right. like, there's a hundred different companies and you don't know if it's for this market or that market. Back then it was like, oh, is this for the European market or, you know, U.S. market? And that was like the main thing. Everything else was like, you know the person after a while. So I don't know. It's just a different thing now. It's like somebody can have a Portland page and have a million subscribers mm-hmm. and you wouldn't know who that person's face is. Right. That's so different. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Holy crap. And you mentioned something curious, too. So you mentioned, is this for the U.S. market? Is this for the European market? Can you elaborate a bit more on that in terms of, like, what is the difference between both? Well, back then, it was more Europeans were a little more edgier, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, so you, it would be different stuff. It would be more anal and more things like that. And you know, U.S. would be more 
softcore or just picture-based or something because that was the market. There was DVDs, early DVDs, still magazines going on. Um, But now it's all mixed up into a giant bowl because it doesn't matter. The internet is around, so you can film one thing and it can be distributed everywhere. Right, yeah. So I guess speaking to it now, it's it's not – it's all jumbled up together. There's no distinct difference. Oh, wow. So you've been like (laughs) – because you've been in the industry forever – in what other ways have you seen that the industry has changed? Um, I think I mean, just more recently, the models have more control of their careers more um, than ever. You can decide you want to do this or not do this. Back then, it would be like, well, I don't need to get paid. This mm. needs, you know, so I'm going to take this job even if I'm not 100% comfortable with whatever the scenario is. Now mm. it's like, no, I, I make enough on other platforms that I don't have to do something I'm not comfortable doing. So that is a huge power, like, grab right there, which is amazing because I'm like, I don't ever want to do anything I don't want to do. And I never have, which I've always been blessed to be in this scenario where I've had more control of my career Mm -hmm. the whole time. Um, It's incredible. But, yeah, I think you can come in now and go with, build yourself up. You can start, any girl can start now and with the right work ethic. And it is a job. It's not just, I'm going to get naked in front of a fucking computer and see where that goes right you could make as much money as you want mm-hmm. i know girls are making two hundred thousand dollars a month and i know wow. girls are making a thousand and yeah. it just really depends on certain variables and it's not 100 percent like oh what you look like will you do this because there's a market for everybody it's yes. more can you communicate with your market can you communicate with the people that want to see you that want to interact with you can you build a relationship Yes, it's very involved, and I feel like a lot of people, in in general with sex work, and we've had so many conversations like this on the show, is that people don't exactly know what they're getting themselves into and don't really have those expectations already set in place, which is pretty problematic. So what kind of work, because you mentioned work ethic, what kind of work ethic do you think works well in, in sex work in general, and especially in regards to porn? (laughs) determination understanding (laughs) that um even if you're not having a good month that does not mean that you're not valuable Mm -hmm. it just may mean you need to re-strategize whatever plan you're working on to make it work best i'm also a big believer that i do not work hard i work smart yes big difference there is a huge difference and there's burnout is completely reality in this world I've seen girls like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And then they burn out and then they don't want to do anything. And then the momentum they built up is gone. gone. So I've always been, you know, I like to batch work. I like to Mm -hmm. film five scenes in one day and then not film for another two weeks. That kind of brings me through the week of content I need to upload and things like that. Right. Um, and it, it just, it makes my life easier because I have, like, I don't know if you can hear, but my chickens in the background. I I'm can. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're just chilling back there and they're like, hey, mom, you know, it's time for dinner or lunch <laughs> or lunch at this point. And they're like, are you going to come back here? And I'm like, yeah, I will. So that's the kind of stuff I'm like, I can't always just set up a camera and shoot when I have real world stuff that I need to deal with. Right. So I like to kind of put everything in one little, like, this is my time frame. This is what I'm going to get done. Right. And then 
go to, hey, I'm going to take care of the chickens or to go to the garden or pl- um, play with my niece or something, you know? Yeah, it's all about prioritizing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like sometimes, as he said, people just, I want to do this, I want to do that, and, and do all this stuff, and then they just get so exhausted super quick, and then they just, as you yep. said, lose that momentum, it's gone, and they try to bring it back up, and it's just much, much, much harder to do that. So exactly, <laughs> I completely agree with you. <laughs> I also wanted to ask you and go into the type of porn that you do. So, okay. from my research, <laughs> you do a lot of girl on girl porn, also um, just solo stuff as well. Can you tell us a little bit about that in terms of why you chose to do girl on girl? Have you ever done boy girl porn too? Oh, yeah, I do it all, but I think girl girl is easier to um, connect with. Okay. Girls are typically like, hey, you want to hang out and shoot three things at once? Hell yeah. Yeah. Versus a boy. A boy, certain things need to work. Yeah. (laughs) So it's a lot easier to shoot girl material faster than it is to do with boy stuff. So that's why there's a lot of girl girl material out there. Um, And not that I don't love boys. It's just um, there's different parts (laughs) to that um but yeah um and then a lot of solo stuff again it's easier just priority wise yeah hey, i'm gonna sh- set this up and do this and i don't need to rely on anybody but myself and some lighting yes. um but in my case it's uh, myself and mo that sets up the lighting for me oh good <laughs> such a bonus <laughs> exactly <laughs> i'm a lighting guy we're fine um <laughs> but yeah it, it, it's a different thing and it's um Interesting to see how um, I always go with there's a market for everything. Mm-hmm. And if you're able to capitalize on the market, you can just do what you want to and not never, you know, feel uncomfortable doing something. So if you're into little girls, if you're into solo stuff, great. That's yeah. what you should focus on. If you want to just do boy girl content, great. Find right. a boy that can keep up with you. <laughs> yes, literally, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit more about those differences between girl and girl and also with boy girl? Because you, you mentioned like, okay, yeah, yes, it's a bit easier for girl and girl. But what about those difficulties when it comes to working with um, males? Besides not being able to perform as well, I, I honestly, I think it's basically it. I think you just are relying on a body part to work mm-hmm. versus girls. You can always just use a little loop and you're good to go. <laughs> Slip and slide. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like, I'm fine. Yeah, let's get some coconut oil. You're fine. Um, <laughs> We're good to go. But yeah, exactly. But with boys, it's always one of those things. And if if you have a certain scenario or time frame, and you're not able to perform during that time frame, mm-hmm. then there's editing. And I don't like to edit that much stuff. I like to go very like raw. This is from the phone to you know uploading right so it, it's just sometimes a little more editing work but I again I'll do it if I love it and sometimes it's fun just to do like the behind the scenes stuff like Mo and I sometimes we just POV stuff and we're yeah. gonna go so yeah 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 I definitely hear you with that because I guess like not the same but similar with podcast editing <laughs> Like I, I don't really like to edit my podcast so much. I mean, when I was when I was starting out, I'd edit the shit out of it and take out every single breath and all this stuff. But I like the naturalness of it. Yeah. <laughs> I want people to sound like humans and not like robots. 
you know? Exactly. Yeah, like it's it's it can be really difficult sometimes. So I hear you. It's, and it's not like because we don't want to do the work. I don't mind doing the work. But you want to just have that flow. And if you have to edit something to make it seem better, then I don't, I don't know how genuine that is, right? A hundred percent. So I'm very much more like... I like the boyfriend experience or the girlfriend experience or the POV stuff, something mm-hmm. that can flow naturally without having so much of a scenario build up. Right. Um, just because it just feels more like something that would actually happen in real life. Yeah. Do you think that like a lot of, or not a lot of, but porn in general is moving more towards that? The, yes. more, the realness, the rawness? Want, yeah. Yeah, people that... want the connection. They want the realness. They want the um, the ability to imagine that they're in the scenario versus a full like setup and things like that. Right. Yeah. Because I don't really see much of that. Like the whole like storyline and like something that's completely like just set up for that shoot. You know what I mean? Like I feel like it's kind of shifting away from that narrative. It, it is, um, mm-hmm. but also there is a place for that as well. Yes. The glossy, this is all <laughs> set up, this is all everything. Those are, sometimes you just want to watch YouTube and watch, you know, somebody's vlog. And other times you want to watch the summer blockbuster hit yes. on IMAX. So just because it's different entertainment doesn't mean it's not entertainment. Definitely. <laughs> That's a very, very good metaphor, by the way, too. Excellent. <laughs> what are some of your favorite scenes to shoot? Because you mentioned POV, you mentioned girl on girl, girlfriend, boyfriend experience. What are some of your favorite shoots that you've done in the past or currently do? Um, I'm big on POV fantasy. So mm-hmm. very much the interacting where it's the other person is interacting with me, but without actually interacting with me. So it's very much like, hi, hey, sweetie, how's your day? pausing letting them respond to the video yeah. and going so that interaction where it feels very natural right is kind of my it thing right now ah i like that <laughs> very real right uh-huh. <laughs> that's awesome and also um going into the whole body image thing can you speak about that because obviously that plays a big part in the type of porn that you do because you do bbw slash plus size porn can you can you tell us a little bit about that if you want to open up and don't mind sharing um yeah no i think the big reason that's a thing i think we're so used to seeing when i was growing up it was the blonde with the boobs and you know just the traditional porn star yes look. and it was you couldn't imagine i almost go with when if you walked in on your husband or your boyfriend masturbating to that it would almost give you that oh, wait, 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 you're into that, but you have me? Mm. How? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think if we are able to have more body diversity in the industry, I think in general people will feel more comfortable because it's not, you're not always, you're giving more options. So right. if you walk into your husband and you're being to one of my videos and you're also a plus size person, you feel a little more like, oh, he's into me. Yeah. And it's like kind of that little extra... Okay, and it, it's again. Everybody has their choices. Every you can like blondes one day and brunettes another, but <laughs> giving them the option of having more, so they can't 
feel more of a realistic connection to that person, great. But then there's also, you know, I like cartoon porn because <laughs> it's just the fantasy and things like that. And I'm like, right. it, it, but yeah, I, I think the idea of just giving more diversity in porn in general is important just to make the general public feel more comfortable with Absolutely. what they're working with and who they are and not assume that because they don't have a six pack, they can't, you know, get the hot trick or virus, you know, so yeah. Definitely. I completely agree with you. Just having more representation in general, whether it is body, whether it is a certain race or something like that, like I feel if there's generally more representation, it's just a lot more relatable. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and we I need think that. that's a huge thing, especially in this world that we're in now. I think the more, yeah, exactly, more representation we have in the in every media, mm-hmm. it's just better. Um, I think totally. porn is sometimes thought of, oh my god, it's so naughty, it's so this, but <laughs> porn has a huge thing. I'm like, once you start seeing a trend in this, it starts to become a little more mainstream. You're like, oh, yes. okay. Definitely. That's where it started. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because, like, how was that growing up? Because then you, you wrote that example there of, you know, you have that stereotypical blonde, busty, you know, a size zero and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. How was that growing up and when you, like, in terms of, like, when you started porn and not having many role models to look up to? It's funny because it, I never thought of it that way. I always, mm. I always joked that I was the chubby plus size girl with a cute smile. <laughs> Just because it was, I, I got hired for things because I was nice and I had a nice personality and I was easy to work with and I all you know the basic stuff that you want to so it wasn't always about what I looked like right okay. <laughs> it was more Good. like they wanted to work with me and that was a huge opening thing because I got opportunities that some people wouldn't have had just because of what they were looking for to hire I'm like right. I used to do videos that I'm like um this isn't my genre this isn't my thing but mm-hmm. they would it was almost like, put me in, coach. I got this <laughs> attitude. Um, so sometimes I would pop up in videos, and they're like, wait, wait, what is she doing here? And I'm like, I don't know, but they wanted me, so I'm here. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It's a thing. <laughs> it's a thing. <laughs> Did you ever have, um, like, an imposter syndrome when I you were starting? I think every woman has. Yes. Ask a man that question. They're like, no. They're like, what's that? <laughs> Should I Google this? What is this? Um, I think women in general always do. We're always we're always giving this idea that, and I don't know. I'm like, I wish I knew where it started off because I see kids with this. Like, oh, oh I can't do this. I don't know how. Yeah. It's like, no, no, sweetie, you can figure this out. And they're like, well, I'm not the best, so I can't do it. And I'm like, you right. don't have to be the best. You just need to be. You need to be able to play the game. Yeah. And that's a, a huge uh, thing. I go with me, um, okay, cool, I'm the t- top-rated, blah, 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 add whatever you want to add there. Um, <laughs> but then I look at other people, and I'm like, well, I'm not good. I'm not as good as that person. And that fucks mm, with everybody. Totally. And I'm like, even if I'm considered the best of what I am, I always go with, but I'm not this. And, it, yeah. and that's something I work on fucking daily sometimes where it's like, oh, yeah. no, no, no. I still have to acknowledge that in my bubble, I am me. And that's all that matters because the other bubbles don't matter to me. And it, it, we have social media, we have this, we have that. So it's in our faces, but we just have to understand that you are who matters to you. 
So you have to work as hard as you can work. You have to understand that you are the best you can be today and not look outside the bubble and go with, well, that person's doing this, that person's doing that. And because it doesn't change what you're doing. No, no. And I really like that you said that because I feel like (sighs) women just need to hear this more often. And I, I feel yep. like <laughs> I feel like we don't. <laughs> we, we don't, and because we don't like to show that we're weak. Yes. Because we're supposed to be strong, no matter what. We're supposed to be doing this. We're supposed to be doing that, which is a hundred percent amazing. Great, you can pull that off. I'm, I'm the, one of the most body positive people you'll ever meet, and I love my body. I can walk around naked. I can, I can be I'm comfortable in my own skin. Yes. But, that is something that not everybody has. Not every, and then and that's also not every every day. There's times right before my period when I look and I'm like, oh, <laughs> and and that's just my hormones fucking with me. And I have to understand that isn't a real thing. Right. It's just an something happening to my body that's going with this is what's working out. Yeah. Um. Okay. One magic little just flew from one fence to another. I'm like, I will be standing up right now. <laughs> I, I know I heard something there. I was like, what is that? <laughs> it's a chicken flying. Literally, she flew to one of my fences to another fence to try eating grape leaves. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to clip her wings so she doesn't fly that high anymore. <laughs> Hi, girls. I'm oh, my God. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love this. Never a dull moment <laughs> at your house. No. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. Um, going back to um, body positivity, like where where did that come from? Where did that um, stem from? So my mom was always, you're not going to, and this sounds bad, but it's not as bad as it sounds. My mom would always say, you're not going to be the prettiest, you're not going to be the skinniest, you're not going to be this, but if you can be the most confident person in the room, nobody can take that away from you. Right. And that was one thing that really stuck. She made that thing where she's like, you need to be comfortable in who you are and what you are and don't let anybody try taking that away from you. Because when somebody walks into your room and they're confident, no matter what they're wearing, who they are, whatever, everybody kind of gives them like that. Okay, I get it. Yeah. So that was a huge thing for me growing up and she, that kind of just stuck. That's awesome that she, she instilled that mindset into you. Was that pretty, were you pretty young when, when she kind of had yes. that talk with you? Yeah, I'm like, I developed really young. I was always, <laughs> like, I had a seed cut by the time I was eight. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, um, it was one of those things. So hey, she always kind of, she knew that was going to be a thing. So she started young knowing that I would have to deal with attention mm-hmm. um, differently at a younger age than most girls. So it was kind right. of this, here, let's, let's set up some ground rules so you're comfortable with everything. Right. It's so nice that she had that conversation with you and just to take initiative in having that adult conversation because I feel like sometimes parents don't have those conversations until it's like, like at all. (laughs) Like I never had a conversation like that. The kids get older and then they're going through stuff at school and they don't understand how to process that stuff Mm -hmm. that's happening. Um, So if you're – if you're told younger that it's, there's certain key things to life that will help you, and it's not, you know, always getting the best grades. It's not always that. Um, it's kind of that fundamental building blocks, you know, being confident, mm-hmm. being able to. 
talk when you're uncomfortable, being able to express your feelings in a not, oh my God, I'm crying about everything, you know? Yeah. Those are life lessons because they're still, I know women that when they still don't get their way, they end up crying about it. They're like, oh, that's going to work out. I'm like, Honey, I get it, but it's not the end of the world. No. <laughs> I know people like that too. They exist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like how do you view body image nowadays? Um, from like back then in comparison to like when you were a kid. I, I go with now I think it is all an illusion <laughs> because of social media. Yes, yes. And it just gets so t- messed up that you, as your own person, need to have the... It, it's almost you have to pull away and just acknowledge your body is your body. And mm-hmm. I go with, look in the mirror for a few minutes a day, just butt-ass naked and go with, this is it. <laughs> no filters, no lighting, no anything. And then just go with, this is it. Because I'm like, now we're so used to seeing so many images. And yes. growing up, we didn't have those. Okay, we had the teeny bopper magazines, right? <laughs> yes. But it wasn't this, where you see, even, you see a picture of me, 15, and the pictures of 15-year-olds now, and you're like, wait, what? Yeah, they <laughs> look so much older <laughs> and, like, mature. I was like, I didn't look like that when I was a teenager. <laughs> no, exactly. I was like, all awkward and gross. Again. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> When did everyone get so hot? I'm like, oh, God. Should I be looking at you? (laughs) (laughs) Please pull out an ID. Thank you. Yeah. Um, But it's it's weird because it's – there's – that's what they're growing up with. Like, my niece is – I have a niece that's 16, Mm -hmm. and she gets her eyebrows done and her hair straightened, her nails done. I'm like, I – Remember thinking getting like a French tip was a big deal for my 16th birthday, and this one has like acrylics on. I'm like, what? Okay. Holy! Okay. But it's a different thing. It's a, that's it what that's what they see. So that's what they're emulating. I'm like, oh god. But, <laughs> and my big thing right now is like, okay, how many this generation is going to grow up with so many filters that they're not even yep. know what their faces look like without yeah. filters. It's so true, and it bugs me so much. I hate filters so, so much, and they're fun, you know, whatever. I'll have the butterfly one, and my face is all smoothed out, but, like, the filters, Facetune, like, ring light, like, everything is so, like, smoothed out. Okay. That's, like, not natural. You don't even look like you anymore. I'm, like, when, uh, I just got my lips done for the first time. Um, yeah. I have never had anything done, but I decided to get my lips done. I was kind of the last fold out of my friends. Um, <laughs> and I didn't get much. I just got enough to go with a little, okay, I got a little pucker. Um, <laughs> but it was this thing where it's like, now that when I use filters, my lips look massive. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, maybe I should, this was a bad idea. <laughs> 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 but it, it, it's interesting like I'm like uh, no 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 and there's other people that see that and they're like oh my god I can go bigger on my lips I'm like, and I'm looking at this I'm like oh no did I make a mistake did I go too much and I just went half a syringe what was happening here so it, it, it's interesting it's definitely interesting I mean kids these days kids these days wow I sound so old (laughs) so ancient now I'm like 31 I'm like oh gosh but like I mean they're thrown at with all these social pressures as you said like all over Instagram and and TikTok and there's so many fads and trends on those platforms but the whole like 
um, what I eat in a day. And I'm like looking at those videos and I'm like cringing. I'm like, that's like maybe 400 calories, if that. <laughs> A day. Mm-hmm. A day. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. That stuff's so and unhealthy. You know what? These girls are like, oh, I had, for this morning, I had three pieces of fruit mm-hmm. and a yogurt cup. And I'm like, okay, great, that's fine. And then, like, for lunch, I had lettuce. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then for dinner, I had um, steamed this, steamed that, and steamed this one. Okay, okay, okay. Um, 100%, but it, it is that breaking down, like, it, it, it's hard. It, <laughs> but there's no right answer or wrong answer anymore. It's just a lot of info and cultures yeah. out in the world. It's just it's just bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm really glad that you have this whole body positivity thing and you have that on your Twitter as well. Just throwing that out there. Because, I mean, with body, it's it's super vulnerable too. And especially in porn. Because you're fully on, full on naked. (laughs) You see everything, which is great. (laughs) Well, going into that, BBW for plus size, what is the proper term for that? How would you describe it? Like, what's your definition? So I like plus size only because it isn't a porn term. Mm -hmm. When you go to Target and you go to the plus size section, cool. You don't go to the BBW section. Right. BBW is a porn term. Yes. Um, which is great, but I go with if you're able to open our terminology, I would say, I think it would be a little more accepted when you're like, I'm a plus size porn star versus I'm a BBW porn star. If you don't understand those terms, you don't understand who this person is with just without researching a little more or asking certain questions. Right. So that's why I like using the term plus size. It's just a more of a suitable kind of like everyday term. I'm a plus size porn star. Yeah. Um, like but BBW is a term that's been around forever. Um, yeah. And, and some girls like to relate to that. So I'm like, great, you choose you. Totally. I, I go by both. Um, but I just like plus size just because it's more, you can say it out loud and it doesn't sound so mysterious <laughs> <laughs> I like that <laughs> do you find that there's any stigma with using the term BBW I, I know you use both interchangeably but do you think there is any kind of stigma that's attached to that versus using plus size as a term I don't know I think it's changing I think in the beginning it was like oh yeah that just means you're fat oh, cool whatever mm. that, that was a bad you know people are like why don't you say fat porn star I'm like um because there's different stuff yeah. to it but I think we're coming to a thing where we're understanding that there's a lot more bodies in porn so right. even BBW is kind of going with so what do you consider big right and that's all subjective uh-huh. right like what yeah. What would you that even size, mean like what, yeah, what like is the cutoff size 8 size 12 size 16 size yeah. 24 what is your terminology of big and that's why with plus size, you typically, in most stores, plus size is anything over size 12. Right. Right. This all makes sense. Mm-hmm. This is making sense. <laughs> <laughs> like that. <laughs> I also wanted to go into your relationship as well and polyamory because I feel like a lot of people are just really curious about this as well. Because obviously, like, I interviewed Mo, <laughs> uh-huh. a few weeks back, and he he mentioned, oh, I'm in this, like, open relationship with Carla Lane, 
And I just wanted to hear a bit more about that and how you got into that relationship. So I grew up with a mother that kind of always had two relationships. So I always mm. kind of understood that that was an option. Um, cool. And I knew early on with my husband that that would be something that we would be doing. Right. Um, and it just kind of developed. It originally was like we would hook up with other people, but it was never really like relationships. And then it became more relationship-based. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and I've had partners for three years. Um, Mo and my other partner are officially the longest relationship I've had. Wow. Um, with other people. So Mo and I have gone on four years in a few weeks. Wow, congrats. Um, <laughs> thank you. And it, it just, it works. I'm like, you know, he comes to holidays with my family. He That's is so cool. involved with my life. Like, my niece is three months, and my sister's already saying, that's Uncle Mo. Like, acknowledging that he is part of the family, not just a friend or somebody that's not going to be around long term. Right. But, yeah, I I think for us, having an open relationship just means that there is stability in more relationships than just one. Mm -hmm. And I don't have to rely on one person to fill all my needs right. when I have multiple people to help me fulfill those or stay happy or whatever you want to call it. Right, right. Okay, a couple things here. First of all, your mom and your family sound awesome. I Thank love you. how they're so supportive and, and you were exposed to that at such a young age and, and just knowing that you have these options here, that's super cool. And too. I, Mo's awesome. I loved it. <laughs> We had such a fun time chatting. <laughs> and he only had such great things to say about you. So I think like your guys' relationship is really, really beautiful. I, I love what you guys have created. It's awesome and brought you to the show. So <laughs> super awesome. Um, do you have any tips for people that want to tiptoe or get into an open relationship? I know it's always tricky sometimes. What, what would you say to that? communication. Right. Seriously, you need to communicate what you're feeling, how you're feeling, if there's something that can be adjusted and things like that, and not hold something in to let it blow up and make it a bigger issue than it needs to be. Mm-hmm. I think most of us are so like, oh, it's not a big deal. It's going to change. Don't worry. He'll figure it out. But <laughs> most people, most girls can't figure it out if they don't know there's a problem. Right. And we're so used to not communicating problems because we don't want to cause issues. Mm-hmm. that makes a bigger issue and then it blows up and then it can be a relationship ender versus this could have been a conversation we had six months ago about how we're communicating or what's not working for us i think if you wanted to expand a really uh, an existing relationship to being more open i think it has to be some uh, something that both of you guys want to come into the table with absolutely because it could it could be a relationship ender and that's okay too not all relationships are meant to last forever or, you know, be the same. We know friends that have been married, divorced, and so on and so on. And sometimes what you, the person you were four years when you started the relationship isn't the person you are now. Yep. Totally. So if you're willing to communicate the changes that are happening with you or the relationship the whole fucking time, it's a lot easier to go with, okay, this is kind of where I'm feeling it. How are you? How's this working out for you, you know? Right. Um, I don't know. It's hard because I'm like, everybody's so different. But I think if people just talked more and understood that 
things do change and you know you became a mom so maybe you don't want to do this or maybe you want to do that maybe there's certain things that happen but communicating that with your partner or just understanding that <laughs> it's it's a thing it, it's yeah things happen things change and you have to be okay with that yeah well said that that type of advice can be applicable for any type of relationship whether it's open whether it's closed you know yeah that's awesome thank you for that <laughs> <laughs> i guess with that we'll go into some q a because there's a bunch of questions that came in from your fans so awesome. I, I guess we'll just get into it so um, this person writes in, Carla, you were so sexy and gorgeous. When will you be having your Taco Tuesdays again? So I host sex parties typically pre uh, COVID. Fun. Um, I honestly do not know when I'm going to feel comfortable being around a crowd of people yeah. that isn't tested or isn't like that. We're talking a very sexually charged environment um mm-hmm. and you know there's kissing there's bodily fluids exchange i'm not 100 percent sure how i feel about that yeah so it may be a while and it's it sucks because i totally. love those i would make tacos like literally we would cook tacos and like hang out Fun. and have some nachos and then we had a sex party people can go off and you know play or sit around and chat but yeah oh, with covid my. happening and things like that i i don't know yeah, that's a big question mark again with mm-hmm. that. <laughs> and I forgot to ask you, like, how are you dealing with COVID in the porn industry um, with COVID? I, we get tested basically every other week. Mm-hmm. Um, just to keep that in mind, I have not really worked with anybody else yet. We have a small circle of friends that we hang out with, but right. it's a very small circle of friends. Yeah. Um, besides that, it's kind of been, we've been in our own little COVID bubbles and just mm-hmm. staying at home or I go between my house and most house. I have to be super extra aware of everything because I'm a stepdad's on dialysis. So oh, okay. I, if one of us does get sick and he get it, it can, it can go bad. Fast. Yeah. Yeah. He can so, be compromised. So yeah. Yeah. Um, we're just, we're super careful. We, we are very careful what we do and how we do things. So yeah, I, I have not, I went to work for one day and it was a solo scene and I felt really comfortable with that scenario. Mm-hmm. And I've worked with a person in the past, but I don't know how I feel about going to work for people I am not familiar with yet. Right. Right. That makes sense and it's completely understandable. So <laughs> better safe than sorry, right? Yes. <laughs> Okay, um, when are you going to start working with other guys and girls? As you said, that's a big question mark there. <laughs> I guess it's more of a statement, but you can answer it if you want to. Is it hard being that beautiful? <laughs> yes, so hard. <laughs> hey, it's, sex it's work is hard. to look this gorgeous. Like, uh, it's funny, I, I typically don't wear much makeup, and I'm very, like, put my hair in a bun and ready to leave the house. Um <laughs> So when people are like, you're so beautiful, I'm like, thank you. Like, <laughs> I am born this way. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, what size are your tits? Uh, 40 triple D. Holy crap. Wow. I want one yeah. boob. 
I have been buying all my bras from Europe right now, and I'm like, I'm obsessed with, um, like, I think Curvy Kate, I think that's what it's called. Okay. Their bras. And my mission this year was to only buy matching bras and underwear mm-hmm. and wear that every day. How's that going? That would. Um, not very good. I have a lot, <laughs> but I forget. Then I go back to, oh, this is my sports bra. I'm fine. I'm almost <laughs> at the point where I want to throw away all my old, like, bras and undies and just have, like, matching sets. And I'm not there yet. No. It's a work in progress. <laughs> yeah, it, it 100% is. I'm like, it's a lot of work just to go with, this is it. This is done. Okay. <laughs> So as you can tell, a lot of the questions, um, they all came, most of them came from cis males. Um, (laughs) How big, yes, yes, that's exactly your market. Um, How big is your booty? Mm, I'm at 48 inches, almost 49 inches. Because um, Mo joked the other uh, day that um, I I can't raise my voice unless my butt is bigger than 52 inches. And then we had to measure, and I wasn't at 52, so I couldn't raise my voice. It's an inside joke. (laughs) 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 Um, But it it was one of those, uh, yeah, so I'm about 48 and a half, I would say. (laughs) I'm I'm surprised you had an answer to that question. I was like, wow, that's amazing. I used to be a perfect hourglass. Um, mm. I'm right now. My my butt's a little bit in my boobs. Uh, my boobs are, I think, forty seven. My waist is thirty six, and my butt is um, forty eight and a half. Very close, though. Those are great measurements. <laughs> Very close, but Very not exactly. Before I was going, I'm a perfect hourglass shape, and now I'm like. I'm very close. I, I'm a, I'm a little um, my hourglass was a little messed up <laughs> in the blowing process. Um, how does a porn star keep a healthy relationship with their partner? By the way, he's a great photographer. Communication. Yeah, I think it's understanding that this is your job. This is what you do for a living, and this. And I'm not that good at it. Sometimes, sometimes I bring my work into my relationship even if we're if we're you know partners in both right it can be where I don't I focus too much on work when we're supposed to be just hanging out on the sofa so we're getting better about boundaries when it comes to time management about what I need to do and what needs to be done um, mm-hmm. versus just hangout time because I used to go with hey I'm not we're just watching tv let me just go on my own weekends and <laughs> message everybody and now we're like no 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 we have we have time for that right. this is my time frame for work this is my time frame for hey honey let's go have some dinner right that's good that's really really good in terms of like if you're able to separate the work from personal i think that's hugely beneficial to any relationship (laughs) yeah (laughs) again it's a work in progress but we're getting there and it's it's interesting to see how that's developing because it, our work changes so often. Right now, everybody's into OnlyFans. Oh my God, it's all about yep. this. It's all about that. Um, a, you know, a few years ago, it was oh, it was all about the clip sites, and you know, yeah. we don't know what it's going to be six months from now. It's going to be it'll be all about camming. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so work changes so often that you have to make sure that that gets updated with your day to day work stuff as well. Yes. Yes, absolutely. You got to keep up with the trends, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is your stance on beards? Love them. Uh, <laughs> Mo did not have a beard when we started dating. Really? Uh, at all. What? Um, and then, yeah. I can't picture then, him without uh, it. 
I know, right? <laughs> and then uh, a few months into dating, I'm like, so we're going to need to talk about it. <laughs> it suits him well, though. <laughs> it does. Uh, it does. Uh, there's, I don't know. Uh, there's a picture of floating around of my husband and Mo and me on the red carpet of ABM two years ago. Oh, cool. And people are like, you have a type. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> They're both 6'2 and have beards. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> I, 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 I don't see similarity here, but okay, you say so. <laughs> okay, how about this one? Tacos or pizza? Ooh. That's a hard one. Okay, that, that is a hard one. I love, okay, I'm going to go tacos. I'm going to go tacos I, too. When, when there is like one of those, I don't know what to eat. Hey, let's just grab some tacos. And I'm talking like street tacos. Like for me, there's a street taco place a few miles down the road. And they're like super popular. Like their Yelp reviews are like a five. Ridiculously good. Oh my God. But, but like with like 5,000 reviews. And what? They used to be a dollar a taco. Damn. Because of COVID, they're $1.25. I'm, I'm still down. Oh my um, God. But... Yeah, I oh, I would always choose tacos over a pizza because I'm like I can get twenty dollars before I can get twenty tacos for twenty dollars. But I'm like, <laughs> you know, I can I can still get a great amount of tacos for that price. And sometimes pizza, you add up and you're like, dude, I just spent fifty dollars on this. And yeah. I don't even know what I ordered. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> <laughs> okay, this one's a big one. So, the story, age, and how she lost her virginity, and go into detail. I was, oh, <laughs> I was 16, it lasted long, it lasted less than five minutes, and then, <laughs> then I didn't have sex for almost a year after that. Oh my God. It was not the best thing, and I go with, sorry, Tony Horton, it was disappointing. <laughs> I don't think anyone's had a great experience in, in losing their virginity. <laughs> I, you know, it's funny. My husband was a virgin when we got together. Um, really? So even our first time together, it was, it was one of those, like, so we've been at this for about three hours. Are you done yet? Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. We're going to go eat right now and we'll be back. I'll take a break. <laughs> yes. It's I fun. love that. <laughs> oh, and here we go. Last question. How do you deal with body acne or markings? As a thicker girl, I'm very prone and it sucks. Okay, so here's a beauty trick I learned a few years ago. I, if you have a bathtub, use it. I do a hot bath once a week with Epsom salt and essential oils like tea tree, rosemary, um, eucalyptus, lavender, and uh, chamomile. Things that just soothe the skin. Mm-hmm. Um, tea tree is huge on killing bacteria. Yes. So when you do have body acne, killing the bacteria that causes that is the point of that so i right. really like to take like an hour bathtub every week i try every two weeks for sure um mm-hmm. just to open up the pores and let them kind of just do their thing yeah also after a workout or after a point of getting sweaty yeah wipe them down with baby wipes oh. if you don't have access to a shower okay because i'm and sometimes I'm like, okay, you work out or you're doing something and you just get a little sticky. Mm-hmm. That can cause the bacteria in your skin, especially around your butt, to get really, like, not so pretty. Yeah. So just wiping down with a baby wipe, game changer. 
also if you have the scars um and i know a lot of girls do sometimes around the under their boobs or on their butt because they sit down um mm-hmm. for a long period of time aloe vera aloe vera like straight up aloe vera yeah really and just i put a little with um coconut oil at night when i have like a little and or you know something's happening or a pimple yeah um i put a little aloe vera with coconut oil and i rub so it, it's it, it helps and it there's it sucks it's one of those situations in mind shit happens and when you get sweaty it can cause your skin to break out and you know it's not even just your face it can happen under your armpits under your boobs and between your thighs or on your butt um, yeah but if you're able to keep your skin just breathing a little more, it does help. Perfect. That's great advice. Thank you. I was like, I didn't know about that aloe vera trick. <laughs> That's no, awesome. It's amazing. And I just do it with a little coconut oil and literally just make it into a little and just rub it underneath or wherever I'm having an issue. And uh, I, um, I love coconut oil because I don't use many products. I'm very plastic free in the house. Oh, good. Um, yeah. So I'm a hipster millennial that like drives a Prius, has chickens, <laughs> and doesn't use plastic in the house or trying to use very minimal plastic. You're um, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, the joke is, I'm a unicorn. And I'm like, I don't get it, but okay. You say so. um, but yeah, I think that just gives you an extra little thing. But if, like, if you're having like hardcore, hardcore issues, mm-hmm. I would highly recommend going to a doctor and yes. talking to a, a skin doctor because that's what they're there for. We're all we're always so scared to oh my god, but it's so weird, it's so embarrassing. No, no, no. There's there's prescription creams for everything if you yes. needed it, and if it's getting to that point. But most of us are so scared of going. Like, oh, but it's just, it's not a big deal. But I'm like, if it's making you uncomfortable, or if you're not happy with the how you're feeling or how you're looking. Reach out to somebody. Yeah. But again, we get so like, oh, it's okay. I'll be fine. I'm like, no, honey, don't make yourself yeah. suffer because you're so embarrassed to ask a doctor about, hey, I'm getting back, uh, you know, back acne. What do I do? Totally. Don't be embarrassed. Go, mm-hmm. go seek help. You know, like that's as you said, that's what they're there for, and usually they can do something for you. So don't yes. be embarrassed. You're improving yourself, right? Exactly. Like, I like to call it, this year was very much a glowing up year for me. Good. Like, so glowing up. I decided to get, um, I'm doing laser hair removal. Yay. On my whole entire body. What? I'm going to be a hairless mole rat, except for, like, my bush, because that's, like, my popular thing. Um, <laughs> but, and then, like, I, I'm going to get Invisalign, because I've always, want, my teeth are, my, I have a fantastic smell. Everybody says that. I'm like, okay, you great. You do. Um, but the, the, it doesn't line up. My bottom teeth don't line up with my top teeth because I had oh. a crooked tooth on the left side. So if you notice, you're like, oh, okay. It's funny. <laughs> Mo and I have been together for three years. And that, and he's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and I'm like, are you fucking serious? And he's like, what? no, seriously, what are you talking about? And I sh- like pointed out, he's like, I don't really notice. I'm like, we're together. <laughs> so... <laughs> He's forgotten about it, or he's maybe yeah, he just really it, didn't it, notice. It's a normal thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm just like, I'm, I'm just glowing up. I'm doing all these little things. I'm like, okay, I'm like 2020 wasn't the year of traveling, wasn't the year of doing mm-hmm. much. Like, my budget for my entertainment budget has been like non-existent <laughs> for months. Yeah. And months. So I'm like, all that money that I'm saving on that budget. Um, is going towards like things I want to do. Yay! I, I, if you can tell, I'm, I'm huge on budgeting and like 
having things together. My husband and I became debt-free uh, almost wow. two years ago. Wow, congratulations. And That's huge. Thank you. Um, and it was one of those things where, like, we sit down every two, once a week and work through the budget. I'm a big believer that if you want a relationship to work with money, because mm-hmm. that's a, one of the biggest arguments with any relationship when you live together, oh, yeah. it's always, oh, money? Yes. I'm very transparent with everything in my life, because including money, including this, because it makes it easier to communicate the issues or where we need to improve. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. Get a budget together. There we go. Oh, my gosh. So much great advice here. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sure my listeners will definitely appreciate this. <laughs> but before I let you go, where can we find you? Okay, so you can find me basically anywhere. Um, you can Google me. Yeah, um, but my literally. Main, um, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but my main platforms right now are OnlyFans, and that's OnlyCarla.com. And then my website, if you're more of a traditional person that likes like scenes versus interaction, mm-hmm. that's OnlyCarla. Um, that is CarlaLaneXXX.com. And then social media platforms, I'm just everywhere. So you can Google <laughs> me and say hi. But if I have less than so many followers, then it's not me and you're yeah. talking to a big person. Yes. Careful with that. I, my big thing with that is I'm like, why would I talk to you on a platform that has seven followers? I know. Like, <laughs> Seriously. Mm-hmm. So frustrating. There's so many of those fake accounts nowadays. Mm-hmm. And with the, like the fake OnlyFans link. And click for mm-hmm. this. And it's just like, come on, guys. Have a brain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's just a little more research and you would realize that. And I'm like, and if you want to talk to me, great. Come talk to me on OnlyFans. Yeah. The real one. This is my job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is my job. I love you and I want to interact with you. But I also need you to pay for my time. Yes. Pay or interact with me in a certain way. Or understand that I have so many fans. But those fans aren't going to be the ones that click for ten dollars a month to join my OnlyFans, right? Which is fine. Yep. They can get the free stuff that's on social media. But if you want to actually interact with me and, t- you know, get the new content or say good morning to me or things like that, go join OnlyFans. Actually, become one of my OnlyFans that <laughs> gets to interact with me. Yep. Great words to end on for sure. <laughs> And um, again, thank you so, so, so much for joining me on the show today, Carla. It was such a pleasure speaking with you this morning. (laughs) Thank you for having me. Anytime. I can't wait to hear more about your chickens and your farm and everything. (laughs) Stop recording. But don't forget, guys, it's Strip by Sia on Instagram, all social platforms there, as well as all podcast platforms. Don't forget to like, rate, subscribe, write a nice little comment on Apple Podcasts. And my personal is Sia Steph. If you want to get at me there, you can. And we'll catch you guys in for another episode next week, next Sunday, same time, same place. Bye. You're listening to Strip by Sia, hosted, produced, and edited by Steph Sia, artwork by Maria Bellantarama, music by Ted D, and photography by Ian Davern. Thank you.